Okay, Dad, no offense, but what kind of electronics class were you taking in the 70s? Yeah, my goodness. What Good was point. it? I think you did <laughs> voltmeters and stuff. I have no idea. You know, like, it was in the shop class area of the school. Okay, know. so like electrical engineering? Like. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> like what? Like but light Phil, bulbs? Phil thought I would like it, which is, you know, nice oh. of him to. I'm sure he didn't help me with my homework. I kind of. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another stunning episode of the Red Wine Sisterhood, where we talk about all things sisters <laughs> in the media and other places. And today we have um, just a special treat, I would say. Sarah, how would you describe this episode? I mean, we have some, we were just talking about, we have some professional <laughs> artists in our mix. No, we have... Truly two of the coolest people on yes. earth. We have our parents today, which is super fun. Hi, oh, guys. I, How so are you? Hey, mom and dad. Hi. Do you guys want to introduce oh yourselves? <laughs> what do we say? What What do you want? Who are you? I want to know your name, one word to describe you, and your favorite color. Go. And go ahead and include your star sign as well, <laughs> just to keep with the trend. My name is Karen Walker. <laughs> I am a proud Pisces. Thank you. Obsessed. We love it. My fav- I have two favorite colors, not just one, red Whoa. and blue, but I probably favor blue. Oh, go Shenandoah. <laughs> and one word. What, what was the other thing, Rachel? Just one word to describe yourself. Resilient. Amen, um, sister. Wow. I have like full body chills. Okay, dad. <laughs> I'm, Bob, I'm Bob Larson. I'm the dad of these two ladies um aries you are an aries yep think about it spot on (laughs) my favorite color is green and i'm happy i was gonna say mellow that's so cute dad your favorite color has been green for my entire life i I guess favorite colors don't really change i guess they change when you're a kid because you're a kid what are your favorite colors i don't even know i think i know sarah's i'm not sure about rachel's my favorite color is still yellow despite my recent departure from yellow (laughs) items in my home i thought it might have been orange but yellow works okay i do i do love like a burnt orange i really just love all like colors included in a sunset that's my favorite color palette okay what about you rach I'm the complete opposite. I love all cool <laughs> tones. So my favorite color is like deep, dark blue, almost indigo. That's my favorite, favorite color. It used to be the color of your bedroom. Exactly. And it's perfect. It was hard to cover up. I bet I that was it. hard. Dad, I'm I was so just sorry. talking recently about how um, when we were painting my room from like pink to yellow, I think. I was well, what I was talking about is how you guys never limited us putting like tacks in the wall and putting posters up and stuff where a lot of my friends parents did and you guys just let us do whatever and I just like would rearrange my posters all the time and dad I remember spackling my walls with you do you oh do God. you remember doing that it I was it was the most holes I've ever seen in a small space in my entire life. I, I, I can I can sort of top that in that I just painted the basement. And Sarah, you remember we did that together? Vaguely. I you usually did, help no, you paint, no, but, sort of. 
it was it was great because it was just a cement floor at that point, so we could splash all over the place. Right. Yeah, I do kind of remember that. I remember where that that uh, magnetic dartboard was. Uh, well, apparently everybody who played that game missed the actual board a lot. Well, what and actually happened? Holes, but it made little dents. What actually happened is that we didn't realize it was going to dent the wall at first, so we played it a lot. And then we realized is then we realized we need like a cork board behind it. So yeah. I think we were just behind by like a couple weeks of heavy play. And yeah, well, I do know that that wall was looking rough. You can't even tell. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Um, what's everybody drinking this evening? This is also a wine podcast. So I would love to know the notes and, um, you know, general <laughs> vibe of the wine that you have in your hand. Oh, I'll let your father go. I'll let Mr. Highbrow go first. Let's go. Mm, yes. There's a little wine shop called Walmart. <laughs> Obsessed. They carry a few other items, but mostly mostly just high end. We wine. love to support small business. Just kidding. That's not even a funny that's not even a funny joke. It's just sad. Uh, yeah, and it's an interesting shape of a bottle. I mean, I didn't know you could have a square bottle, but that's <laughs> perfected. So that's what I'm drinking. So what are you drinking? What, I don't even know. Is it called black? What's it called? Black box. Oh, I mean, black box. Yeah, black box. I, I, never look. Tr- I, never, I don't even look at the prices. If I'm going to drink a box wine, black box is the one, though. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, black the box bo- is good. Boda box is also okay. Matt used oh, to yeah. buy Boda box and it was fine. Yeah. Mom, what are Except you drinking? He kept a box of red on his fridge for months. And I was like, that can't mm. be good still. Then you came along. Sorry, Mom. I'm, oh no, I was there. I was just, I just brought my own wine. I'm drinking the house favorite, uh, Kendall Jackson chard. Amazing. Reliable. Love. Reliable. Love that. I'm drinking that sunny with a chance of flowers. Fino. Just a little. What a great name. It's so good. It is. It's great, mom. And it's sugar-free. Wow. You're kidding. And I uh, didn't buy, found that out after the fact. I bought it because the label is adorable. Oh, <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah, it's great. Are you drinking really rage? Like it. I'm drinking Ridge Three Valleys, Sonoma County. It's like a big old blend and it's insane. So is that is what, what you tried to drink. leave for me? Yeah, that's what I tried to leave. And yeah, it's she just tried like, to leave this like twenty do- No, she was gonna leave like an over twenty dollar bottle of wine there just for and me. She wouldn't let me. No, it was that was it would not it wouldn't be wasted on me, but it was just too generous. I well know. you did it's share so you did share your Frenchtown red. That's true. Yeah, and that That's was amazing. How was that? Did you I guys know. like it? So good. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yummy. Isn't oh, it? yeah. So good. So one of the first questions I want to ask you guys is you both come from big families mm-hmm. with a lot of siblings. So I'm curious about your own experience with your siblings and how maybe that, you know, shaped who you were as parents um, the good and the bad, just sort of curious about that. And of course, they may be listening to this, right? I hope they right, do so listen like, to this. Oh. Me too. Uh, I want honesty, but also be nice. <laughs> That's right. You're going to go first? You want <laughs> go ahead. Well, for the podcast world out there, everybody else out there knows this. Uh, three boys and a girl in the family and... With the boys, we have to this day often look at each other and say, why are we still alive? <laughs> yeah. Because of the stuff that guys do, you know? And so um, 
but Bill was a, he was a pretty rough big brother. As we know, there's many stories I won't get into. Jim and I were best friends or mortal enemies, um, just <laughs> off and on. And then Kath was the glue. Oh, right. And yeah. you know, and you and Jim are 11 months apart. Yeah. Irish. So you're Irish twins. So super close, which makes sense why you would be best friends mm-hmm. and enemies. And how far apart is, are you and Bill? Like, what's the age range? I don't think I know um, that. Yeah. I, so it's Bill and Kath are a year apart. I'm two years younger than Kath and then Jim. So, so okay. five years. That's uh, me too. Five-ish with years. With You guys have, it's, it's so weirdly paralleled. I mean, I know that, yeah, I it's know. just strange in like a very cool way, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, it's yeah. kind of, I always it's used to tell people that. More of a mirror image. Yeah, no, that's no, right. it's true. The thing is like dad's yeah, family, true. there were, my parents were super young. Dad's, dad's parents were older. They were in their thirties. My parents were oh. barely 20 and right. had five, ki- four kids in five years. Um, imagine. <laughs> no, I can't. Imagine I mean, I'm 27 no. and I um, imagine can't. that. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely not. And, you know, I think in my house, you guys did a lot of things together in my house. We all sort of did different things. That was a happy house. We were busy. We spent a lot of time at my grandparents. That's where we, that's, that's the com. I would say that's the common thread in our mm-hmm. childhood yeah. is our cousins and that time on my grandparents' farm was really mm. just priceless. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I remember being a kid and I mean, I think Sarah and I both like we look up to you both so much. So anytime you guys would be talking about your siblings, I don't know. I just wonder if that's a little bit in my head of why Sarah and I are so close. Cause I remember like loving all the stories you mm-hmm. would tell dad about you and the brothers and then Kath and then mom, like you and like the silly stories about, I know there's one that you locked aunt Beth in a bathroom during a party or something. Like, just all these things, all these, all these things that I just was like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> and I just thought it was so awesome that you guys had this like big family yeah. feel. I think there's you know? really a difference, you know, two works you start adding others in the dynamic changes completely oh totally it's it's much more of a wild card situation yeah for sure, sure. that makes a lot of sense and, and and each relationship is really unique and different and that's called a family right mom were you and patty always like the closest even when you guys were growing up i wouldn't say so Oh, really? Were you closest to anyone or were you just kind of on your own being the big sister? More that, I think. Patty went to college where I went to college. Mm-hmm. So we, um, and she played in orchestra and I was in choir and different things like yeah. that. So our, I don't want to say our paths would cross, but it's so funny. I was thinking about this today. We, we, so we ended up in this class together on literature. Really? Mm-hmm. And the first <laughs> class was on Dante's Inferno. Oh, jeez, oh, Louise. And this instructor was so freaking bizarre. And she <laughs> just, she takes off on Dante's Inferno. And Patty and I walk in the hall and we just busted out laughing. I said, what are we going to do? She goes, we're dropping that class. 
I can, so I can like hear her saying that as Me she too. is made out. Oh, that's it so funny. So I mean, she was <laughs> We're like, oh, good God. It was just so bizarre. So we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun at that time. But then, you know, she moved to Germany and. Right. Yeah. You know, when you go to college, your life changes. You you're really mm-hmm. pretty self focused. So, and then when you leave college, you your life changes all over again. Life just is a continually in change. I think that That's period true. from like fourteen to twenty five, it's like every year something's happening. Well, and you know the thing is, at least for me, I would say I was the quintessential self absorbed teenager. Right. I was, I was really excited about what I was doing. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as you should be right. Like oh, whether it was, it was in a play or singing for the choir or going to the football game. That was the most important thing in my world. Flashing forward to, you know, you guys getting together, getting married and then deciding to have kids like Did you always know that you wanted to have multiple kids? Did you want to have like, did your own sibling experience make you want to raise siblings? Or did you just, did you even think about that? You want it? I mean, I've got the answer, but you can go ahead. I I don't I never even thought look at each other. (laughs) I just, I I knew I wanted to have a kid and I always knew I wanted more than one kid. But I don't think I wanted Mm. more than two. I feel that. So it all worked totally. Out. You know, yeah. I never wanted to be married until I wanted to be married. Right. I didn't really want kids until I wanted kids. And then it was, it, it's not mm-hmm. something I projected. And so, wow. Did you like get married to dad saying ouch. you didn't know if you wanted to have kids? I didn't. It did. I don't think we even talked about it. Mm-hmm. Guys, and, you got to talk about that. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm glad we're here. But, you know, I mean, for me, I mean. That is kind of weird. We were working, working on my doctorate. <laughs> and there was that pressure to finish. But then I was 30. Okay, I better have a kid. Okay, I'll be done with my doctorate in a year. Okay, I'm, now I'm 35. Okay, I guess I'll have another kid. I guess I'm not done with my doctorate. And, you know, so it was balancing all these things. And But now I'm really that experience really informed a lot of my later life and a lot of the a lot of the mentoring I did with young people in that same predicament. I, I have no regrets. I mean, I'm sure people looked at me and said, why is she having another kid? Well, I don't regret it. Well, people are stupid. I've, I've people heard, are stupid. They, people, didn't, they didn't know that I was no, to come. Heard, yeah, so, they didn't know what was happening. I've heard people launch that criticism on on other kids who are other students who are, you know, married and having children. But I'm like, I think I've told you this story. I was so afraid to, because I had been working on my doctorate for nearly 10 years. I was so afraid to tell my teacher I was pregnant with you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Cause still wasn't done with my, guess what? Still wasn't done with my doctorate. And I finally told him and he, you know what he said? He goes, that's wonderful. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. I mean, the family guy. That just so cute. That is so the right response because that's the most important thing we do. And yeah, family is all, family's always first. in perspective. Totally. But I, you know, there are always people out there 
there are always people out there that are going to question, but you know, well, everyone has an opinion. That is about for sure. Everything. That's a good way to put it, Rach. Right. Well, I'm very <laughs> glad that you guys, um, one, I can't believe that you didn't talk about that before you got married. That's yeah, so that's funny. I hilarious. Maybe, maybe, maybe we did. I, I, well, yeah. then mom would what? have said, I don't know. And you would have been like, yeah. okay, like, we'll see. <laughs> like, <what>? fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I just always, I just, oh I just kind of knew it was going to happen. Dad was just so stoked. Dad was just so stoked. He finally got mom to agree to get married. <laughs> <laughs> to, to come around to marriage. Just you know amazing small victories all right so victory. fast forwarding so yes you have children you had me you know your golden child for five years you know just like being perfect and then of course you needed an, <laughs> another golden perfect child um you guys are lucky so so lucky so we are. did you i'm just curious about sarah and i's sisterhood from your eyes and if you like pushed it if you just let it happen, just sort of curious what you saw when we were little. And Sarah, I'm sorry, I'm totally bogarting all the questions and you can jump okay. in whenever. No, I'm just like, I'm honestly, it's completely fine. I'm, I, I'm exhausted. So I'm totally Great. fine to just be a supporting. I just want I'm just going into my all things Montessori mode. So Great. do it. Well, okay. We love it. Miss Rachel. Go ahead. Cause I've got an answer for this one too. What's the question again? <laughs> No, so do you remember dad? Yeah. Dad remembers. Great. Um, I think five years. Um, I mean, based on Jim and I fighting so much and playing so much, we played so much sports together. We had so much fun, but then, I mean, some terrible fights. So I, I think bet. the five-year span makes sense. I've talked to other parents who, who have done that. And then, Rachel, I just I just couldn't believe how good of a big not, – not that I'm surprised, but you were just such an amazing big sister because, Sarah, you were just a little kid, and little kids can be annoying. No offense. but I mean, I'm sure I was at m many times. And, 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 yeah. Rachel, you were just so patient. It was, it was impressive. It makes sense why well, I'm a was, teacher now. <laughs> it was the quintessential, Rachel, you and – all of your friends were always so good to Sarah and Sarah just looked up to you guys so much. And it, it was, it was the chemistry because your friends, did you feel that Sarah? Yeah. I, I don't know why I mean, your they friends liked were always me. So, I don't know so, why you guys were so, so patient with me. Like, but they know, were so good you. and you never left her out. You let her sit there and you Sarah, you just looked up to them. Like, I want to be like them so much, but you know, what's so interesting is now they're equally your friends and it's pretty I know. cool. It's very cool. No, I yeah. Love it. And so I think it was the combination of Rachel. You were so intent on being a big sister. You just, I, I remember as she was, when she was an infant, when Sarah was an infant, you were like, why would she play? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like playing there. Well, you know what? She's just a baby. That's really funny. <laughs> so, but you were so invested in that role. And then Sarah, you always just looked up to her so much. You guys were, I think you were pretty much a team from day one. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty much. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure you had your spats along the way, of course, but you've, you've really been a pretty, there's been a lot of solidarity. For, from which, day we, one. for which we are grateful. 
Right. I yeah. mean, I just, I don't know. It's so funny. Like now the work that I'm doing now being so into working with children and then hearing you say that about how <laughs> I just wanted to hang with Sarah, who was younger than me, <laughs> like makes a lot of sense with all the patients and the, you know, yeah. wanting to be around babies. And you, I, you, you know, it's just you, funny. You were always so open to it. And Sarah, you, you always sought it. Right. Yeah. Um, for as long as I can remember, I mean, I'm pretty lucky. You're lucky. Yeah. No, I know. Made our jobs easier mm-hmm. most of the time. That's yeah. Fun. I remember though, Sarah and I having like, cause we're five years apart. There were some, and now it doesn't matter because you know, we're not really in those intense changing periods anymore, but there was like times when we were like so close. And then there were times where the age difference was not in it our felt, favor. Yeah. Right. And it was yeah. like, I'm independent. I'm doing my thing. Or like, I'm going to college. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Or like, and you know, any, all of yeah, that kind of stuff. There's a big stuff. difference between 18 and 13. Totally. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I think about how obsessed and self-absorbed I was in high school and college. And like, sorry, Sarah, if I wasn't great to you, I don't know what That's I was doing. I didn't really realize that you always were better than most other older siblings, <laughs> honestly. So I think also in talking about my good friends who, who I can really think about who were around you a lot, Leah and Alex specifically, mm-hmm. they come from sibling centered families. So I yeah. just wonder, cause I was always hanging That's out with really Daryl too. I was always hanging out with Ross and Nick. We right. were all just always hanging out. So I just, I don't it's know. A really good it's a really cool like dynamic it's to have awesome. across friends. It's amazing. My friends you were know? really like that. That's really interesting. I've never really thought about that. Because yeah, there was Grace know. with Jack right. and Logan, who are great now, but, um, <laughs> you know, we're not then. <laughs> and then, yeah, they were like... A little, they were a little feisty. Yeah, and then Lauren and Catherine just weren't really close with their siblings at that time. Right. So, right. Yeah, it's you interesting. Know, I've never guys, thought about that. Sarah, you and I, I think you and I have a lot in common, just generally. But one thing, obviously, we have in common is we had older siblings and the other two people in the virtual room here, you know, we're blazing the trail. That's right. I I remember, I remember Bill wanted me to take uh, at Ferris high school, an electronics course, Mm -hmm. like an elective or something. So I took it with my friend, Pat. It was pathetic. (laughs) I mean, wait, the teacher came by and I couldn't get something to work. And he looks at me, Mr. Fink. <laughs> that does that's, not sound real. Down, that sounds like alive. it's from a sitcom. He looks down at us. He picks up the cord that's not plugged in. <laughs> we plugged it in. Okay, Dad. No offense, but what kind of electronics class were you taking in the seventies? Yeah, my goodness. What Good was boy. it? I think you did <laughs> voltmeters and stuff. I have no idea. <laughs> You know, it was in the shop class area of the school. Okay, so like electrical engineering, like. Well, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Like what? Like light bulbs. Bill thought I would like it, which is you know nice of him to. I'm sure he didn't help me with my homework. I got (laughs) him. Anyway, you just especially when you're in, you know, and for us, this wasn't quite true with you guys because you guys moved around, Karen, but. uh, you know, being at all of us at Fatima, um, 
Our Lady of Fatima School. <laughs> Catholic school for oh, anyone right. who cares. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic school, yeah. So we all had the same teachers. We all had eight years in that place. Oh, um, so, that's grueling. Uh, sounds aw- it sounds <laughs> awful, it was honestly. A bond, uh, certainly a, bond, a bonding thing. I was just saying one of my favorite things about being your younger sister was going through Sharando with your teachers and being able to flaunt that I was your younger sister. And I just really always solidified my place. Like I knew I was, and this is, I would like to preface this by saying this is not me like speaking poorly about myself at all, or like putting myself down at all. Like I knew that I was never going to be like Excel. Like, I'm not like smarter than you. I'm not going to like Excel in that way. I wanted to differentiate myself though. And so I was like, I'm just going to be the funny one. I was like, I'm going to be the funny Larson sister. (laughs) And that's what I just really like cultivated and worked on. And I remember the only teacher I could just like not connect with that you really connected with was um, Dr. Saylor. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a tough cookie. Yes, absolutely. And like, it was fine. It was just funny. I just really like remember that was one of like my favorite things about being your younger sister was. And like, I didn't didn't get that Admiral Bird because we didn't go to the same. Right. Middle school. You think you think of some families where the older older one is. I mean, it's like uh, it's like it's like Wonder Years. Poor Kevin and his older brother is just a complete idiot. Right. Like I had a lot to live up to. So 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 you. You you didn't have that, Sarah. You well, you know, Sarah, I was going to yeah. say, and some people really, that's for some people, mm-hmm. that's a real negative. I remember mm-hmm. a teacher, uh, Mr. Mr. Maxwell, in high school, saying that that was the worst thing you could say to a, a new student is, oh, is so-and-so your sister? Mm-hmm. That makes a lot because of sense. It, it can really knock people down. sense of, of individuality or identity. Mm-hmm. And, totally. And I, re- I remember, I mean, that's my high school. That's a long time ago. But... Um, so the fact that you said, oh, yeah, my sister's Rachel, you know, well, that, I just think cool. our relationship um, like led me in that direction. Like we were like it was our sisterhood was always an, a great thing. So it was never going to be like it's always going to be it was always going to be a great thing to be associated with Rachel. Cool. cool. Right. And like ugh, Leah and I talk about this all the time. We were so weird in high school and we would just yeah, like show, on it. we would like show these weird videos we made to like <laughs> actual human beings and like i don't know what on earth we were doing but in that weird way we gained respect from the teachers mm-hmm. so i think also like having that rapport like i think that's another thing too like you you know, you were a part of a lot of those weird videos things that we did. It's true. <laughs> so I don't know. I just always think of you. I just always just like plop you into that, into that zone, you know? And I mean, yeah. I'm like flattered because I remember you used to tell me that Johnson, doc, you know, um, Mr. Johnson would call you little Larson. Mm-hmm. And I remember being this like, Nate oh, my, oh my Nate God. I, I remember being like, are you okay with that? You know, I actually remember you kind of saying that. I was like, yeah, it's great. Right. And I remember being like, oh, no. Like, uh, but I mean, I always thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, sometimes Xander calls me Larson and it's funny. Uh, Rachel, do you have siblings in your school that, that are in different levels? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. It's weird. A lot of Montessori schools, I guess, because they'll only have like one elementary class. They'll do um, 
they'll have siblings in the same classroom. Like I've had siblings in my class, Mm -hmm. but there aren't any siblings in our class, but there are siblings like in adjacent classrooms or like in upper L and then in lower L. Mm -hmm. How does it go with kids in the same class that are siblings? That's like, it's it's not an issue. It's what? It's not an issue. It's never really an issue. It's like one day they're really into being together and then they literally ignore each other. Um, It's really not. uh It's never. I've never really experienced it as an issue. All right. So we've sort of already talked about this, but um, in what ways have you seen our relationship kind of change throughout the years? Um, Oh, shit. I remember (laughs) the one thing I wanted to say. Sorry. The one thing I wanted to say. So because of our age difference... Sarah and I were never in the same school except one, one beautiful year at Armel where I was in fifth grade and she was in kindergarten and I was so pumped (laughs) that I got to walk you to kindergarten. I was literally like, this is the best day of my life. I don't think my older brother would think that. (laughs) Did you walk me there every day? I would just like... I don't know. I think so. Cause we like got off the bus together and I just have the fondest freaking memories. That's of the doing absolute that. cutest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You know, I know. And I'm not even just like saying this stuff. Like I, it was I, like your first job. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why you're a teacher. Yeah. I love school. There's that letter that aunt Mimi wrote to, to Gigi late in life. And she said, uh, you know, I think, I think your grandmother was, I think she was like a kind of a badass teenager in Wapata, North Dakota. I think she sort of ignored, really? ignored her sister. I, she was really I can music see this. I can see this. She did and stuff. <laughs> so so I think cool. Aunt Mimi kind of got, and she, Aunt Mimi was definitely shyer. Is that a word? More shy. But then she, mm-hmm. so there's this really heartfelt letter. I have it uh, in our stuff. But and I remember you walking me to school and holding my thumb. Oh, that's so cute. That's, that's so, so cute. cute. I love that. That's so yep. sweet. Wow. I guess well, full circle thing. I love that. Can't top that one. So I was just going to ask the question I was going to ask is how you've seen our relationship kind of grow and morph throughout the years. Because I know it always hasn't been good. <laughs> There's been some rough moments. Well, but I I think there's been a lot of honesty along the way, probably some anger along the way. But I think the importance of your sisterhood was always at the forefront and you weren't going to let anyone take that away from you. I think I think that's that's what I would say through good times and bad. And every relationship has them and there are growing pains. But I think you both championed that. And that's always been a priority. I've seen that. So even when you've disagreed over personal situations or personal life decisions or whatever, your sisterhood has always been a priority and you've maybe agreed to disagree. And, um, but you've, I think you've honored honesty with each other. It seems, I mean, I don't know everything and that is fine, but, um, (laughs) It seems that it's always been a priority and, uh, and you've honored that. That's what I see. Well, I'm the clueless dad, so. No, you're not. Don't say that about yourself. Well, but I don't, you know, I don't, I can't really 
I can't really picture. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any at the moment. So I don't know. Yeah, for, I mean, there were definitely downs, but our downs are never super super down. Yeah, uh, which is the good. downs that we had, we just weren't really on the same page. Like I, I, I kind of equate it to we were not communicating effectively at those points. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like when I think it's when you got into high school and I was like getting mm-hmm. over myself in college and finally like being a person <laughs> and um, <laughs> really wanting to like reconnect. And you were like, no, I'm good. And like, it was never like we weren't close. That's not what I mean. It was just like, I was like ready yeah. to like talk all the time. And you were like, I can't. And then flip that <laughs> to you being in college and then me, you know, being in Italy and then New York, kind of similar thing. Yeah. But along yeah. the way, like one, we've never like just straight up not talked. That's we've gone no. periods of time where we didn't talk a lot, but it's yeah, I don't know. We've always. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time you guys, I remember one time Sarah, Rachel, Sarah really had your back because you were considering, uh, you just thought you might be want to be more involved in music and maybe even major in it. Do you remember that? It, oh yeah. You guys told me not to. Yeah. And, and I remember Sarah, you and I were, maybe we we're driving back from Blacksburg or something. And you sort of let me have it. You said, you were so negative to her. <laughs> I wants to do this and I can't, I, I just sort of tried to defend myself, but you know, I, I, I'm in the business. So. Anyway, no, I mean, you guys, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think maybe in that, if I could maybe try to transport myself back to that moment, I have, I think I've always been a proponent of like learning your own lessons. And if that's something that Rachel wanted to do to try, then like, who are you to tell her not to try it? Well, Especially I, I, when I, I'm people sure in I, your life would probably tell you the same thing when you changed to music. Yeah. So well, I definitely heard it. In my oh, you know? my parents were horrified. But that's, yeah, that's, that's just a little hypocritical, but that's okay. By, yeah. the way, we are guys, now. by the way, you guys, we are doing this podcast recording with mom's iPad on top of the Bible. Oh, God. Oh, praise <laughs> be to God. It's, 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 I almost it's just responded and, to that with Jesus Christ. Obama. So yeah. peace, peace be with you. Um, so and with your spirit you. is what they say spirit. now. Yeah. Do you know it's not and also with you anymore? It's and with yeah, your spirit. And with your spirit. Oh, yeah. Okie yeah. Apparently it's been like that for a while. I was talking to people at work about it. Okie yeah. dokie. Whoop. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, recovered Catholics that work at there. I understand. They are there. We're available, Sarah, if they need a consult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's that reminds counseling. me. I think one of the only times, Sarah, in your little babyhood life that I was ever embarrassed by you that like I was like, because I would do this sometimes. And I think it's because, mom, I'm so like you because we're both like, you know, kind of control freaks, very older child. You know, we just like order. Okay, you know, you do. (laughs) So we're at Easter mass and Sarah has decided to just go up on the altar during I mass i, I literally thought i was gonna melt into the floor yeah. you sat on father brian's was chair like a, was i like a baby yeah. like four <laughs> that's Maybe really cute and pretty funny yeah. i was i remember looking at mom being like you have to get her out of here right now you were so mortified i'm so sorry what did we do rachel we i was gonna ruin her popularity must, don't bring that up her. i have talked about that sorry. in therapy <laughs> I'm so sorry. What's that? I will never bring it up again. The paper bag incident. 
I'm sorry, Rachel. That was that was a cool moment between Sarah and I, and she was so. Oh, little. I know. You guys were like I, vibing, and I was like actually like yeah. having a panic attack. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe my first you one ever in my I life. You're in the room, and I just said, "Sarah, look at this." <laughs> <laughs> so mean. So mean. <laughs> That's why me and dad are just two peas in a I pad. know, but like I was like prime adolescent, like everybody's oh looking at me. It was oh, awful. It was so mean. Let's relive it. Let's relive it again. Perfect. I'm so sorry, Rachel. Yeah, I'm seriously oh, so sorry. I knew it was going to come up. I was prepared. <laughs> I already thought about it today. I was like, they're going to, they're going to bring it up. But honestly, like I can relate, Rachel, like I know I was laughing then, but then I aged five years and I'm sure I would have had the exact same reaction. So like, I understand. I remember too, like blurting it out. Like I literally blurted out. It's like I word vomited. It's going to ruin my perfect popularity. And then I remember being like, shit, I can't believe I just said that out loud. (laughs) Were you you in seventh, seventh grade? Oh yeah, and it was like I mean, prime, like cesspool of a year. No offense. It to was, it was, it yeah, was truly, truly the, worst. the worst. And like Lynn calls it the armpit of the educational cycle. <laughs> that's correct. Oh, it was yeah. horrible, and like it was like prime, like lunchroom cafeteria drama, oh and totally. like I was totally. like I can't possibly ever bring. I don't even know. Right. I mean, the sound of a paper bag, by the time you take it out of your backpack, it's like crinkled and it doesn't even look fresh anymore. No. It just, it makes your whole lunch look old. Like, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. It was hilarious, bim, but bim, I understand. Bimbo, bimbo bimbi boxes or bim- bento? <laughs> bento? What? <laughs> bimbi. <laughs> she, I think she was thinking of bibimbop, but it's definitely a bento box. <laughs> <laughs> incredible oh my god i mean by the time i got to high school i just didn't even bring lunch to school because i didn't want to deal with carrying like a lunch box or food or whatever so i just came home and ate like half a box of pasta so it was just the epitome of health i don't know it's a weird time when you're it's a weird time when you're growing up oh, and how old are you in such, such a fishbowl are you 12 how old are you in seventh you are grade thir- like 12 you I guess? are 13, 13 years old okay yeah, you're 11 years old when you get into sixth grade, then you turn 12. So you're 12 to 13. Mm-hmm. It's truly disgusting. Well, one other thing about lunch and siblings. Do you want me to tell the story of the notes that Cap used to write us? Of course. Yes. So it's on your podcast or do you care? Or Dad, it- say it. Yes. Tell us the story right now. You know the story though, don't you? Yes. We want to hear course. it. Everybody else needs to hear it. Okay. So. Yeah. For the listeners. Monopolized. So in eighth, in eighth grade, and Jim was in seventh grade, calf, you know, I think my mom made our lunches, you know, peanut butter and butter. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Then, but then Kath, oh, a Larson classic. Can we have a moment for peanut butter and butter? Cheers to that. <laughs> I might have one tomorrow. I haven't Same. had one in years. <laughs> Sounds amazing. But then calf would write, write a note on our napkins. And to Jim and me. And what would it say? It'd say. Um, I love you. Well, so Kath would have been in, been a sophomore in high school. And so everybody knew who she was and everybody thought she was, you know, an absolute you know, babe. babe. Well, she so, still is. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah she still is. So she, um, she would write, like she'd reference kids in the class. 
Oh, so she would write like notes. Notes on the napkin. And, and she's, you know, how's uh, Tom and how, you know, and, and she'd write, I don't know. You know, it's too bad I don't have those, but obviously I threw them away after I. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, but <laughs> about 10 minutes before, and I guess it's probably at the gym too, about 10 minutes before lunch, everybody would be, I get it first, or I get it after you, I get it third, I get it fourth. And I don't think the girls that's really cool. guys wanted to read this note. So we oh, from your from your hot older sister. I mean, exactly. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you believe she did that? Uh, I can awesome. because I know her. Amazing. Yeah, she's she she's did it before mm. going to school, which was probably starting at eight in the morning for high school, eight fifteen or whatever. Mm. Maybe she did it the night before. Yeah. But. That's pretty amazing. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's really sweet. I actually, I don't know if I've ever heard or just ever paid attention to the piece where you like pass it around Mm -hmm. to other people. Yeah, me either. That's so cute. That's really cool. I love that. Um, I'll have to ask her. I love that. That's really cool. That's so sweet. What has been like kind of the hardest stuff about raising sisters? Any hardship you want to talk about? Get deep. You know, I, I would say the biggest, I, I, I wouldn't call it a hardship, but Sarah, because you looked up to Rachel so much, there was a part of your growing up where you wanted to do everything she did and you had mm-hmm. to realize you didn't have to. Well, I also had to realize that like, I couldn't. Do I need to go through the laundry list of sports that I started and quit no, within like a no, month no, or no, less? Like no, I, but, you know, but I just you sort like, of thought I'll do everything Rachel did. Yeah, and and it took you a while to realize, man, this isn't working out. I I need to do what I want to yeah. do. And yeah, um, I I would say that was, and I don't know if somehow we didn't foster enough individuality. I don't well, quite know. Well, we did you know, about, you want to give your kids those opportunities. We did talk about you're going to play different musical instruments. I feel like I chose that, though. I don't feel like that was something that you guys decided. I feel like I kind of vaguely remember, like, not wanting to play mm-hmm. piano. But we, but we talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I would oh, say that. Okay, Maybe you just made me think it was my idea. <laughs> and, 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 you know, just coming to a place where it was, like, so okay to be who you were and you were um it's easier for the older sister the older sister gets to do everything first and the younger sister watches all that happen and sometimes it looks like fun and other times it doesn't but i i think it's just a process of maturing um and finding your you know and being really settled in yourself i would say that to me, that was it, it, just looking back. Other, I, I wouldn't wouldn't ever call it a hardship, right? And it's just—I mean, just, I wouldn't either. It's just being comfortable in your skin and knowing who you are. And everybody blooms at a different time. I think that's one hundred percent the lesson. And people want it to be so easy. It—it's not easy. No. What are your reflections on that? I don't know, just in just in response to something you just said, like, uh, as someone who feels like I, you know, quote unquote, bloomed later than my older sister, who I always looked up to, I was so grateful to have her there as like, an always steadfast friend when I felt like I 
didn't have any, you know, like I did, but I didn't like any, I don't know. It's like, it's just like interesting. Mm-hmm. Sisters are the best. Cause they're just always oh. there. Even when they're like, I'm so lucky cause we're so close, but I, I just know even like my friends who have sisters, they're not so close with, like they would sit here and say the same thing. And it's just, it's such a special thing. It's, I think it's so. unique. I think you, you two are particularly unique in your bond it's you know it's so funny we always talk about white christmas and the sisters and you know what is it lord help the sister who comes between me and my mister <laughs> but lord help mm-hmm. the mister oh wait who I comes did. between oh, me lord help the mi- oh sister lord help lord the sister help the who comes between me and my mister but lord help the mister oh, forget <laughs> it Figure that out, Rachel. Don't worry, there's an episode. It's Lord help the sister who comes between me and my man. But it's it's your your bond is so tight, I, and I think that's what's so lovely in your current situation is that the men you're with they're okay with that. Not not all people would be. Yeah, you know it's it's oh, it, yeah. it, that that bond. No, and we've I think we've experienced can be really intimidating if you don't understand it. Yeah, and we've been on the other side of that coin as well, and it sucked. So don't need to don't need to go on the other on the other don't better need to, side. Don't need to go there, but no. it, it but it it's it's a part of it. Yeah, Sarah, I remember going back to the sports thing. I'll never forget when you said I need to talk to you. I was like, what? And you took me into your bedroom and you like sat me down on the bed and I was like, what's going on? And you're crying. And you said, I have to quit basketball. Are you mad? And I was like, what? No, of course not. And I was like, what's going on? I don't remember doing that, but that sounds so like, much like Because I was like deep into <laughs> well, basketball. And, yeah, and you and know, I, what was, know what was hard yeah. about that was, should you let your kid quit? Oh God, I know it's so hard, but you don't want your I kid mean, to be unhappy. I mean, or, or, or you know, where is, yeah, oh, I no. would have hated it. I would have hated my life. Follow through and this is not worth it. We got bigger battles coming Absolutely. up. This is no, it, you, this is not a big deal, but, but it, but it, it goes through your, I mean, look, that's parenting. It's you, you, you want to build on success. Yeah, that but, makes sense. But again, Sarah, I think that was you thinking, well, Rachel played basketball. I'm going to play basketball. Well, and, and Grace was doing it. You, you know, had some fun. You did some some intramural parks and rec things, and you you did well and had fun with that. But not everybody has to do the same thing. Yeah, I remember you telling yeah. me that you were no, you wanted to not do it. Oh, it was I it broke my heart. So yeah, and like because I made you take back the gear. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She wanted to. Keep, <laughs> so she wanted. God, I was such a brat. I'm so sweet. Thank you for making me, obviously. Good lord. Good. Good. Whatever. That's absurd. That's so obnoxious of me. You know, you were 13, okay? I forgive you. Right. I know. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad glad we're not harboring resentment here. (laughs) My reflection on the challenge is just finding, you know, finding your own voice and being secure in it. And it, it, you know, Rachel, I mean, I, I think on the outside people would have said, Oh, she knows who she is. But now we know that there, there's, that's been a long, that's, that's been a more challenging journey than a lot of people knew. And Sarah, you just, you, you're just sort of a, you're a much quieter beacon. You, I think you knew a lot of things, but you're, you're just, you sort of kept it to yourself. 
until you were ready. And that's, that's all, Mm -hmm. all so okay. But that's, that's the challenge, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, know. because, you know, thinking about, you know, you guys have talked a lot about how Sarah like looked up, looked up to me and all this shit. That's hard for me to like hear because it's so nice, but like, it's hard for me to hear those things. But anyway, because I don't feel like I did that, but whatever, you know, thinking about how Sarah, you know, I've always known who Sarah is because you are so yourself. And I think a big reason why I didn't cook until I was not around you because I was so intimidated because you were just like so comfortable Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. It was you and mom's thing, which like was great. And I was like, I I just sort of assumed the position of I'll just eat. I don't want to cook. It's stupid. I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. You never showed much interest yeah. though, Rachel. Oh no, I was interested. Really- I was, I didn't want to get in the way, which I actually think was perfect for that time. I needed to find it on my <laughs> way. I can say that now reflecting back. Cause now I know why yeah. in my head as a 17 year old, I was just busy and I just like to eat and I'm not going to worry about cooking. Cause I don't know how to oh, do you that. Go play basketball with your, all those guys and me. Right. Right. I had other really cool things to do. So (laughs) I just think it's, yeah. Yeah. Dad, what's up? I don't want to interrupt your, you're not interrupting. Talk to me. Uh, And maybe you you might want to edit this all out uh, and maybe we shouldn't even talk about it, but I'm just curious. Wow. Okay. I mean, you, while you mentioned a boyfriend for sort of recent boyfriend, did you guys talk about boyfriends like way back, like as you're going through middle school, high school, did you guys? I'm sure we did. Give each other advice. And it was and always, a, well, okay. So <laughs> I always wanted Sarah to come to me for advice. She never did. And I would get <laughs> mad at her when she didn't. So, okay. Well, if it makes you feel better, I wasn't going to anyone else for advice either. Like, I just didn't want to talk to anybody feel about my own stuff. Like, no, I wasn't getting it from anywhere else. I just wasn't asking it. I wasn't seeking Isn't that it. So dumb, though. Stop. I was like, Jim and I talked. I talked about this stuff. Yeah, no, I was like, oh my god, I like definitely talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I was like, Sarah's gonna come to me when it's her first kiss. She's gonna ask me everything. Nope, never. And it's fine. <laughs> like. No, Sarah, this is a big thing that I've had to get through, though, with our sisterhood, though. I had these extremely high expectations of a... Well, did you talk to Sarah about your first kiss? Who knows? I don't know. I just wanted to be that, (laughs) that, you know, it's me. No, I don't even know when your first kiss is. So I I don't even know. Do not think so. Let's... I remember mine. was it? It was on the football field at Admiral <laughs> Bird after like the district championship with Mark Bean. Mark Bean, is. what a what a player. <laughs> yeah. He's married now. Cute. I think he might have a kid. Okay. Woof. Moving forward. I just, <laughs> Hashtag Winchester. Am I right? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, I just that's something that is, you know, speaking of hardships, that's been the hardest thing for me. And now I'm I'm much better. Xander has helped me a lot with it because I would just hold Sarah to these really unattainable standards. And it just, because I wanted so badly, 
you know, mom, you said from the minute Sarah arrived, I wanted to be that older sister. That's just there's like that a, big sister stuff, right? There. It's just a huge thing. But I noticed <laughs> and what I came to realize is that me projecting all of those expectations on her wasn't doing anything. And it made you less interested in wanting to talk to me because I was pushing you. And my, I think since I've grown up a little bit, gone to therapy, you know, gotten help, huh? <laughs> my pushiness has gotten less. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Xander would say about that. Um, I can be very stubborn, but anyway. Well, I think um, your expectations change though. It's easy to really romanticize right. expectations. It is. And, it's and, so and easy. Yeah, the truth of the matter is we're all better off if we take a more organic approach so, I mean, totally. And- Mom, you and I would chat on the phone and you would tell me you were like, you have to lower your expectations. This doesn't even just apply to Sarah. This applies to basically everything in my life, because I just if I fixate on one high idealistic expectation that I am absolutely heartbroken. Well, and then it's completely happen. inflated. Totally. And it it's unattainable. It's not realistic, you know, and then everybody's unhappy. But that to me, Sarah, I'll never forget Um, the one. I mean, we've had fights sort of, but the one legendary fight on Thanksgiving where I threw my car keys. Never forget. I threw my car keys at Sarah's face, which is like the most (laughs) violent act I've ever committed. That could have done some damage. I know. I mean, you were far away from me, but our whole our whole fight was about how we weren't you weren't communicating with me. And you were telling me that like mm-hmm. you talked to me too much. You asked me how I'm doing too much. And I was like, cool. And then I threw my keys at your face and you said, oh, OK, so like, is this how we're communicating now? And it was so funny. And I was so mad at you. No, that is so wise. That's hilarious. That is- I was so angry. Right, like, what a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, it was it was so funny. Cause you were you were just telling me I, to lock the car, and I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I just like, threw that at you. Well, I remember that one. Had remember we, that Tim and Nalco were Tim and Nalco were here, and you guys stormed out of the house, and oh Nalco no, just very quiet. It was so bad. I'm so embarrassed. I'm literally embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about that. Oh, my God. And then that's when we had that long conversation on Mom's bed, right? And that's when we like made up. Yeah, but that's when you that. were telling me I that, I, that, part that more. I talked to you too much. And I was like, actually those. heartbroken. <laughs> I think I was at like my peak introvertedness yes. at that time You were time like, in my life. literally leave well, me alone. And, you know, and I was Sarah, like, I don't get that's it. That's another thing is you, you have learned to be comfortable in your introvertedness. And Rachel, you are less. Int- I don't know. Are you an extrovert, Rachel? Yeah, I'm extroverted, but I'm I'm pretty introverted yeah, too. I mean, honestly. So I feel like this is gonna sound really redundant. I feel like Rachel, you're like an introverted extrovert. Yes. And I feel like now who I am now, I feel like I am like an extroverted introvert. Interesting. I agree. Like I've really learned how to like be with people and not yeah, like and that's yeah. important. You know what I mean? I've, I've really like worked yeah. on that. It was hard for me. And also and I've I think learned a, to be by myself. And also, I mean, I think a big part of it is that I just had like really awful self-confidence issues when I was growing up that I didn't really mm. like talk about with anybody. So it was just easier to like not really put myself out there or try to make friends because I was just really afraid that nobody would like me. So, mm. you know, mm-hmm. that's I, super cool. And like, I still get that way sometimes, but I'm also way better at 
not feeling like that because it's I mean that's really real and it's so easy to just like be a recluse not that you were but like kind of like be just doing your own thing and and I was just like with my people like my my friend group didn't really grow a lot like maybe by a person or two like in some you know right as the years went on but whereas you always had a very like large and ever-growing too many yeah too many I think also I married an extroverted introvert and he's Xander's very good at being an extrovert but he is an introvert to his core Mm -hmm. so marrying somebody like that has taught me like honestly it's taught me so much about you Sarah because you and Xander are very similar and just like it's really taught me like it's okay to be by yourself it's taught me a lot Xander's taught me and it's okay to be quiet right and Xander's an introvert but he has a huge friend group too you know it's just like everybody's different uh and yeah it's okay to be quiet Sarah what is Matt uh he's kind of but he I mean it's funny actually Rachel I was just thinking about this and I was going to bring it up at the end I think another really fun kind of interview style episode would be with Matt and Xander oh yeah because they're like I mean, I know Xander's not dating you, but you know what I mean? They're like with sisters and I'm so much like Xander and Matt is a lot like Rachel in that way. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think the pandemic has really taught him how to be alone. Like, I think he was really uncomfortable with it before and then he was Mm. literally forced Mm. to. So I think he's now maybe reverted a little bit too much into, into introvertedness, but yeah no, well matt um, also moved and then yeah, the pandemic interesting hit. How the, yeah he moved two weeks before the pandemic into his first yeah. apartment that he's ever lived in alone like he you know what i mean right. it's big change well it's 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 interesting how you learn to i mean are you an introvert i feel like dad's an introvert uh, yeah yeah and and people think i mean Lori just says i'm for sure an extrovert and i feel like a complete introvert i think you're like me i but, think you're an extroverted yeah. introvert but if we go to a party, your dad is like the best person at a cocktail party. I don't want him to leave my side because he's having conversations. And I just feel like I don't want to talk to anybody. I know. And, and then I sort of feel like, well, who would want to talk to me and anyway? Like me. Oh, and I think that's some social anxiety stuff. And I really suffer that, from that too. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's sort of this, it's this interesting combination of extrovert, introvert but people will say but you talk in front of a crowd of hundreds of people that doesn't yeah, bug me that's a different. bit that's so different yeah. you know and it's... Um, and if you give me a role if you say here's karen walker so blah 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 i am Mom, great. i would actually be so interested just... in of well, both of you really i'd be really interested uh in your myers-briggs to oh, like yeah. see Have what you, you actually are i'm enfj yeah. i'm an are you infj okay. I, i've taken that i don't know what i am oh, i took I it recently remember. like i don't I took it recently because we do this. We just talk about this stuff at work all the time because it's just it's mm-hmm. I don't like live my life by it. It's like astrology stuff, but it's very interesting and it's really insightful, yeah, especially when you can pinpoint things in these category in these like classifications. You're like, yeah, that's me. That's how I feel. And you know, you know it's 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 sort of nice to be to learn how t- what what maybe, you know, you're 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 an inner introvert, but you you know how to put yourself out there. And, you know, Sarah, I remember what you said to me one time, because I believe you are an introvert. I believe you, you swing toward extra introvert, but you're able to do the other. And Rachel, you probably swing toward extrovert, 
but you've learned to embrace your introvert. But Sarah, I remember you saying for you, you can go to a party and just have a blast talking to people, having great conversations. And then you come home and it's like, I need to be alone. Yeah. I want to like ride home in like a silent car. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> yeah. you just come home and you're just like, Phew. yeah. Leave. And, and I, I really get that. It's, but it's, it's sort of interesting as you, as you partner with people to, you know, that, that you just have to learn to be comfortable in, in, in those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah, are you like me in that if there's going to be a party, uh, okay. And then I get there and it's great. And yeah. I get home. That was so much fun. Yeah. But thinking about it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Like the last thing I want to do. <laughs> I mean, but sort of. it's different. Everything. It's, it's different now. And it's also very different now after the first two years of the pandemic. I'm right. much more like, right. get me out of here. Give me people yeah. that I haven't seen in a while. Like, I yes. Know. And also I think, I feel differently because so, so much or so many of the times these days that I am regrouping with people is when I'm going to Roanoke for work stuff. And so it just feels like a reunion because I don't live there anymore, which is really, really fun. But yeah, I told, I mean, I totally feel like that. Absolutely. Like the other, like on Monday, for example, we went to see a super awesome concert in Charlottesville and I was so excited for it. We've been waiting for months and I mean, we were on our way there and like, I just wanted to take a nap. I just like, I didn't, I, I was so just tired and I did, we were meeting friends there and again, it ended up being a blast, but on the way there, it was like, I can't believe I have to do this on a Monday of all Mm -hmm. days. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Totally. You know, it's important. And, and I, I mean, dad and I, especially at our age, we are so entrenched in our routines. Yeah. I mean, you know, us cocktails at six fifteen, dinner at seven fifteen, <laughs> TV at eight fifteen, bed at 10. I mean, know. I love it. It's a great formula. Yeah, that sounds great. Like, I'm, I'm trying to but, establish that routine. Same. But, but, you know, I mean, then all of a sudden you're like out for dinner at eight o'clock. It's like, can we do this? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, right. it's, it's so back to your point, Sarah, it's, 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 it's it. And then you never regret that you did. No, you no, rarely no, no, no. regret that you made that effort. Right. No, you know, never, but right. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Doing, doing stuff is hard. Being, being social is, is hard, but you know, so to come full circle, um, okay. last question. Uh, mm. what's the thing that makes you the most proud of Sarah and I, and our sisterhood? Absolutely. Your sisterhood. Mm. Yeah. Your, your, the way your honesty with one another, your support of one another, your sort of, I would call it unconditional love. Even when you've not been on the same page, there's been just an, unspoken rule that you are there for each other and um i think it's rare and i think it is not to be taken for granted yeah yeah everybody has careers and accomplishments and and you were proud of everything you guys have done with your your careers but yeah definitely the connection you guys have so so many people would envy that and and it's 
so apparent to people that might know one or the other of you better. Everybody knows it's right that you're a package. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. One of my like favorite experiences over the last six months or so, or I don't exactly know the timeline was just Rachel's onboarding process to working with Firefly and watching (laughs) all of my friends get to know her who they have just gotten to know from this point through Mm -hmm. me and just talking about Mm -hmm. her and Kelly knew you a little bit and like all that. But like, it was just, it's hilarious. And now like Rachel popped in today to this thread that we have with a bunch of people. And like, it was just like John and Mackenzie and Rachel just like having their own conversation. And it's like, it, it honestly kind of feels similarly maybe as Rachel, you felt growing up when I was with your friend group. And it just kind of feels like the inverse at like a very different time in our lives. But um, it was so funny because like, I mean, we talk all the time. So therefore I talk about you all the time and like our lives are so intertwined anyway. And so just like watching them meet you and find the ways that were similar and the ways that were different. And like, it's, it was just really fun and also hilarious. <laughs> the same no, time. I it like, great. I absolutely love that. And I love yeah. them. And yes, it is similar to how we grew up, but also you are dating one of my friends. So now you've also joined one of my friend groups. So yeah, I, which they true. already knew you as my sister, but watching you form relationship yeah, like? with, I mean, it's, it's so funny because <laughs> one, everyone's like amazed that Matt has found such an amazing person to be with, let alone it's my sister. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Everyone's like, oh my oh. God, Sarah is a saint. We love her. Whatever. <laughs> it's so cute. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, like we got to go on a trip together with like, you know, it would be a trip that I would have just gone on with all my, all my friends, but you were there too. And like, that is just so great. I mean not going to lie. I mean, Xander was saying this the other day, which is so funny. You know, Sarah, I've been to sometimes annoy you just have been so present in your life. Like, cause I always wanted this like very close relationship. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel like I finally have it <laughs> yeah. where like you are like blossoming and like amazing and everyone knows how great you are. And we talk all the time and things are just like, so great and Xander was like yeah babe like you've been cultivating this for years like how does it feel I was like that's great I mean it's true I know. he knows me too well it's you've so been funny. you've been watering this garden and now we're blooming together so I mean you had the roots it wasn't all just me you just you just yeah. you were like a what's a stubborn plant an orchid I was watering you yeah, too you much. You know, it's it's really interesting because you really have each other's back and you share and support a lot. And that's what sisters do. I mean, that's what I do with my sisters. Oh, yeah, they're very totally. they're uh that is an uh, that is a unique bond. No, I remember when when Xander and I went to Spokane and we met uh, the family for dinner and he met Aunt Patty for the first time. And so it was Patty, me, Claire, Casey and grandma and grandpa and Kirk and me and the Colonel. We are just the ladies at the table are just gabbing <laughs> and we're like interrupting everyone. 
<laughs> like, and I will never forget Kirk just leaning over to Xander and being like, yeah, they're, they're all like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. Cause we're all just like literally yelling just and screaming talking. like so loud, so loud. Yeah. So sweet. A cool thing is to be proud of your sibling. Oh, but it's like, just that's fun great. To, to be proud of your family. I agree. Number two, if I had to convince anyone they should have kids, I would want them to time travel and sit in the front seat of the car when you guys were in the back. And Rachel, you would get Sarah laughing. <laughs> and that may be my most fond memory of Aww. you guys. It's just, just you just in hysterics. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you'd be watching movies and listening to music and just always I, so... I enjoyed that so much. You, you had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, Rachel, you just knew how to get her. Well, laugh. Sarah, well I know. But Sarah, we <laughs> do you remember when we did those Mad Libs and we thought the word pot was so funny? Or I pan? think it was the word put. Oh, it was put. We used You're the right. word put as a verb. And that was similar <laughs> to when we used pant leg as an article of clothing <laughs> right. and like leg. lost our minds. <laughs> I wish Leah was here. She, she understands Mad Libs more than, more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, she has a six year old too. Yeah. 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 No, no, totally. our Matt, like the, yeah, I just, our Mad Lib times were just legendary. Oh yeah. The Do you best. remember when we were in the car and like we first found out that the author of a series of unfortunate events was named Lemony Snicket? Yes. Because that's one of the harder I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> or their pen name is Lemony Snicket. I'm not sure what their what their real name no, is. No, of anyway. course I remember that. I, yeah, I do. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, do you think you got enough content I here, girls? So. And thank you guys thank so you, much. Thank you both for being so open and honest and chatting about everything. Well, you girls are amazing. Well, you both are amazing and we're you're living amazing lives and you're you know, they they connect, but you know, you've got that independence going. It's it's pretty this is the silver lining, ladies. This moment is the silver lining. For sure. I mean Sarah and I talked this weekend about our uh you know, we live too far apart right now. We live about four hours and fifteen minutes apart right now. It's like absolutely too too long. And uh, we were thinking about our ideal distance. And I said 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I'm not kidding. No, so. I mean, me either. You think that can that happen? Hope yeah, so. maybe not Planning on soon, it. but someday. Planning on it. Someday in Ellie and Gobi's lifetime, we're going to make it happen. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. Bye. Love you. Oh, cheers. Bye. Cheers Welcome. to fam Love and parents. Cheers to fam and parents. Yep. Ooh, cheers.